take these diet pills, use this wrap, chug this magic shake, cook yourself boring separate meals from your family, do more cardio, eat less, cut out every food that you love. You just need more willpower and motivation. Misery is necessary. These are the messages that traditional dieting tell us. But the truth is, losing weight and getting fit doesn't have to be so damn hard, time-consuming, or draining. Seven years ago, I said, screw this, and I decided to go on a journey to find a better way. Now I'm in the best shape of my life after two kids, and I look and feel better in my 30s than I did in my 20s, and I have also helped save other moms from these old-school methods of weight loss and fitness. My mission is to help you break up with traditional dieting and fitness nonsense, to create a happy and sustainable healthy lifestyle, to strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself, to help you unleash your inner and outer strong mom. So throw out everything that you thought you knew about fitness and nutrition and come with an open mind. I'm Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach for moms, and this is the Mom is the New Strong Show. Hey there, strong mom. Welcome back to another episode. I really apologize. This one's coming out a couple of days late. Um, These past two weeks, I've been sick and I don't know what's going on. It's just like this thing that comes and goes. It's really messing with my routines and kind of leaving me in a little slump, but I'm determined. I've been pushing through. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but just to keep some some sanity for for me um, because I just, I don't handle it well when I'm not feeling well, <laughs> but it feels good to be here. It feels good to show up for you, even if it's a couple of days late. And I feel like this is a message that not only you need to hear, but I need to hear for myself. And it's always such a good reminder, um, you know, this this whole message that I have for you today. And so let's dive into today's topic, which is self-love or self-hate. And are you losing weight? Are you trying to get fit as a, are you using this as a punishment or you're doing this as a, as a form of self-love? And really, what does that mean for your progress and what you're trying to do? Because the truth is you could have two people that are coming, you know, that their motives or their whys are completely different and still have the same results. But I feel, and I know from personal experience, the journey can be completely different based on where your mindset is and really what is the underlying motive for why you're doing this. So let's talk about this. And not only that is I'm going to give you some things that you can start doing today to start practicing more self-love if this is something that you are struggling with. And also stay tuned because at the end, I'm going to give you or or tell you where you can go to get a free gift that will help you to start making this a daily practice for you. So let's let's, let's dive in. So when it comes to weight loss and getting fit, you know, our first step is thinking that we need to focus on exercise or we need to focus on food, but we are so quickly to overlook the number one most important thing, which is our mindset and really how are we showing up and what energy are we bringing to the table through what we're trying to do. So you can have the perfect diet and exercise plan, but if you can't follow through on it, it's worthless. It's pointless, right? And we all know the underlining factor is really how we're showing up, right? Our mindset determines a lot of this. So I want you to think back to a time 
when you had a setback or you just gave up completely, I bet 100% it was because of your mindset. It wasn't because you didn't know what to do. It wasn't because you didn't know what to eat. It wasn't because you didn't have the perfect diet or exercise plan. It was because of your mindset. You know, that junk food didn't just accidentally enter your mouth or you didn't just forget to work out, right? It's those, it's was the thoughts and emotions that triggered the action, which triggered the setback or the action of the setback. So we really need to see this, like this is truly a root cause, like of, of why you could be struggling is, is your mindset. And I've talked about this before on the podcast and you can find some really good episodes. Like I did one going back and it was talking about a mindset hack to overcome negative thoughts before they sabotage you. But today I want to go deeper than just a little mindset hack. I want to talk to you about your overall mindset towards why you are trying to lose weight. Why are you trying to get fit? What is the whole reason behind this? Like, why are you doing this? And I'm talking deeper than, you know, you wanting to look good for the summer in a bikini or even deeper than wanting to set a good example for your children. The real underlying motive of why you're doing this. So turns out everything that motivates us in life can come down to two factors. We're either doing this out of love or we're doing this out of fear. And sure, like I said earlier, you can have two people, you know, one is motivated to lose weight out of fear and another one is out of love and both can get the same results. But I can promise you the journey is quite different. And I can even go further to say that the one acting out of fear will eventually give up and regress and will only, the only lasting the only way for lasting results, I truly believe, is if you're acting out of love. And I know this because I've been on both sides of this. You know, I used to depri- I used to use food as a way, or I used to deprive myself uh, deprive myself of food as a punishment for how I felt about myself and my body. I would push myself to do hours of cardio and then stand in the mirror while grabbing at my fat on my stomach. And no matter how much I weighed, I still hated my body, even when I only weighed 90 pounds. So this was me completely coming out of fear and out of self-hatred. Like my, that was my underlining motive at that time. And guess what? Even though I lost that much weight, I never felt better about myself. I I felt even worse because it was like, okay, I got to this point and I still don't feel good. I still don't love myself. I still hate the way I look. And then now today, I weigh 35 more pounds than I did back then. And I love my body way more. And it's something I'm proud of and I honor it through food and exercise. I'm more focused on how is this going to improve my health and make me feel better versus how is this going to make me look? All because my mindset shifted to a place of self-love. And I truly believe that this is another, is this is a really big underlying reason of why I've been able to keep this up is because I'm coming from this from a place of self-love. So how do you know if you're doing this out of fear or love? I want you to ask yourself this really simple little question. Am I doing this out of self-love or am I doing this out of fear and self-hate? It's really simple. It's really easy. And, and you should know. And you're going you're gonna to feel it in your gut. You're going to ask yourself this. And you're either going to feel really good about that answer and you're going to feel love or you're going to feel like this pit in your stomach or this tightening in your chest or this just negative emotion. And you're going to know, okay, yeah, I have been coming out of this and not a place of self-love. And so, you know, knowing the difference is also asking yourself other things like, are you exercising because you hate your body or because you love it enough to do what is good for it? 
You know, are you using exercise and food to punish yourself for being fat or out of shape or are you using it to nurture and honor the body that you have? You know, and going back to setting an example for your kids, I know you care about this too. You know, you do you think you are getting are you do you think you're setting a good example when you are using weight loss in a way that is depriving, miserable and punishing? Because you might not think about it, but your kids are noticing and your kids are really good. They really pick up on feelings. I, I truly believe this. You know, like I don't know if you remember when your your kids were babies and it's like if you were stressed, if you were panicked, like they cried more, they were more distressed. And like even my kids now as like preschoolers, like they can pick up on my energy. Like they're usually acting crazy or frustrated or, you know, just their emotions are all crazy when they can feel that I am in that emotional state of that. They, they, they kind of mirror how you feel. And so it's, it's silly to think that, you know, your, your kids are not, um, no, they, they don't pick up on where you're coming from. Right. So, so what do you do, right? Um, how do you, you know, how do you start working on this? And how do you know if you're doing this out of self-love or self-hatred and all this, you know, all this self-hatred and negativity, all it does is really, it disempowers you in the end and you'll just want to give up. It's also hard to nurture and take care of something that you hate or dislike, even if it's your own body. So now you should know, you know, what is the real underlining motive and it's okay if it's out of fear and self-hatred. I feel like a majority of us, that's where we start. So don't feel bad about this because that will only make the problem worse. Trust me, right? Beating yourself up, it leaves you in no place to be empowered to change. So you got to be okay with yourself. Give yourself a little compassion and self-love. You know, forgive yourself for all the ways you've been treating yourself and now make a vow to show yourself more compassion and love. So let's talk about some of the ways you can stop the self-hatred and start practicing more self-love. That way you can start feeling good about yourself now and create healthy habits that will in turn, you know, give you a beautiful, healthy lifestyle that you actually enjoy, right? So this is the first one I'm going to tell you. You need to stop picking yourself apart in the mirror and making negative comments to yourself, right? You need to like think about, if you're saying something negative to yourself, you would probably never say that to your best friend or even to a person in general, you know? So why is it okay for you to do it to yourself? And stop standing in front of the mirror. Stop looking and picking out everything you hate about yourself. I know you do this because I've done this and sometimes I have to catch myself in this too, right? We'll sit there in front of the mirror. We'll grab out our stomach. We'll look at ourselves from the side. We'll point out everything that we don't like or we'll put on something to wear and then we'll point out every reason why we don't like, why why we can't wear that. And we'll go through like four or five different outfit changes. And, you know, it, it's those kinds of things that are instilling in your head that you're not worth it, you're not lovable, that you, it's just that whole negativity, right? And your subconscious mind is always picking up on things like that. So everything that you tell yourself, everything, yeah, everything that you tell yourself, all your thoughts are just like planting a seed and whether, you know, that could be positive or that can be negative, but they're planting these seeds in your mind about what is your reality and who you are. Your thoughts really are creating your reality. Your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between, you know, the past and the future. All it knows is the now. So whatever you're telling yourself, that is your reality in that 
point in time. So you need to stop this habit. And, And it's hard because some of us probably don't even realize we're doing this. You might not even because you've been doing it for so long that it's just automatic that you do this. But I want you to start to become aware of this. You know, one thing that I did, and this is the second thing that I'm going to share with you, is to learn to appreciate it and love yourself for who you are now, even if it's just as simple as smiling at yourself in the mirror. This is what I did years and years ago when I started my whole journey of self-love and, you know, wanting to better myself and to have more health. Um, you know, really, I didn't start from a fitness point of view. It really started from self-love and wanting to be healthier And that's what I would do. I just started with, instead of standing in the mirror, picking myself apart, all I would do is just smile at myself. (laughs) I would just smile at myself. I know it sounds really freaking weird and cheesy and you might feel weird at first, but I would just smile at myself and walk away. I wouldn't do the whole self-picking thing. And then eventually I got to the point where I was smiling at myself in the mirror and I would pick out something I actually liked about my body, you know? And it was like just these little things that I started changing, right? We think that you know, to, to make a healthy lifestyle, to make a change that we have to change all these big things. We try to do all these daunting things. And I'm going to tell you from somebody that's been there and the reality of it, it's these small little micro changes. And then they add up to your, your lifestyle, these, these habits, these little things that you make, they start, they add up and that's how you start. It's something so simple as this. And, um, and so that's what I would do. And then I would smile and tell myself I love myself. Like it was just these little things I just slowly start doing. But I want you to start thinking about how you can start learning to appreciate and love who you are now. You're not supposed to wait until you're the perfect weight or the perfect body. It's not the way that it works. And you need to start loving yourself for who you are now. And because of you nurturing and loving yourself is what creates that body that you're desiring. All right, so number three is make exercise a priority and find a way to exercise in ways that empower you. Why exercise? I'm not saying, you know, oh, you have to exercise and make it a priority because that's how you're physically going to change. No, I know how much exercise impacts your mental state. You know, you can look this up. I'm not going to, I don't have anything uh, like very specific, but I know for a fact that there are studies that show that exercise is a great way to deal, deal with depression. And this is honestly how I dealt with depression was I started exercising and I started using, doing exercises that made me feel good exercise that I enjoyed. And it ended up being at first it was cardio. And then eventually I started doing the weightlifting thing. And I truly believe that lifting weights was the very thing that helped me. And it still to this day helps me to battle depression. A good example, guys, and it's really like my happy pill. It's like my my antidepressant. It really is. And um, to put this into perspective, like I said earlier in the podcast, like I've been feeling sick for the past couple of weeks. And a week before that, I had just gotten the flu. So I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if my body's still trying to like bounce back from that or whatever the case may be. You might want to call me hard headed. My mom was like, you need to slow. <laughs> my mom was getting after me to slow down. But I need to exercise. Like, I, this week, I just said, that's it. Like, I got to start getting back in my routine of exercising, even though I'm not able to go in the gym, I'm not able to lift as much weight, I feel weak. And that was humbling in itself. The act of just doing that is like, it makes me feel really good about myself. And I've noticed that 
when I started doing the exercise and it's like, you know, exercise is challenging, right? So when I challenged myself and when I overcame those challenges, like, hey, I want to lift this much weight. I want to, you know, I want to be able to do a pull up. I want to be able to do, you know, these things I thought that was never possible of myself. And then when I, you know, day in and day out practiced and, and did the work and then I overcame that, guys, that was where the confidence came in. It had nothing to do with how I looked and everything to do with how I showed up for myself. So I really believe exercise plays a big part in this. It plays a huge part, I think, in how you um, view yourself. And not only that, it's like I feel, and I've talked to so many women, they say the same thing. When they exercise, they feel better. They make better choices throughout the day. They, they're, they, um, yeah, they just have more of a positive outlook. So exercise is definitely something that you need to do. And I would highly suggest you finding to do finding ways that exercise uh, to do exercises that empower you like me lifting weights. It empowers me, you know, find what that is for you. Number four is learn forgiveness. You are not perfect and stop expecting yourself to be because all you're doing is just setting yourself up. You're putting yourself on this pedestal and whenever you fall off that pedestal, that high horse, it's it's devastating and we beat ourselves up and we guilt ourselves when the reality of it is setbacks are inevitable and they're going to happen. You know, you will have setbacks and learning to handle them with grace is everything because consistency is key on this journey to see any progress and if you are constantly sabotaging yourself with setbacks you know you're taking that one step forward and one step back guess what you're gonna feel defeated all the time you're gonna feel like you're getting nowhere because you're not you're not staying consistent enough to see the results um so really learning how to handle those setbacks and understanding hey this is gonna happen like you know really analyzing and becoming aware of like what are these setbacks that keep also happening and and how can I overcome this, right? And how can I overcome this with some self-love and some forgiveness? Because once again, I say this all the time and I'm like hammered into you guys. When you're guilting yourself up, guilting, guilting yourself, beating yourself up, you're taking away your power. You are disempowered. You cannot change. You're not in a position to be empowered to change. So we need to stop doing that to ourselves, right? And I know it's easier said than done. This is something that you're going to have to practice and it gets easier. And like, you, like you're going to have setbacks where you can't come back from the setback and that's normal. It's okay. But the more you practice the forgiveness, the more you practice getting back on track, you know, and, and choosing yourself, choosing self-love, the easier that this is going to become and the less those setbacks become. And then number five is practice self-care to its fullest. <laughs> this is something as women, um, especially as moms, I don't think we do this enough. We don't do things to care for ourselves, to show ourselves self-love. We're always sharing love to other people. We're always giving, giving, giving to all these other people. Now, what happens when you when your cup is empty, right? Like you're, you can't give your fullest and your best from an empty cup, so you have to fill yourself up, and that is through self-care. A lot of us are really good about, we might be really good with self-care as far as exercising and eating good for, our, and eating well, right? Those are really good forms of self-practice, and that is a big part of getting fit and losing weight and living a healthy lifestyle. But let's take this a step further. What are other ways that you can really care for yourself? You know, sometimes this means 
having a rest day, uh, taking a bath in some Epsom salt. I know that sounds really simple, but I know when I do that, I take a warm bath with Epsom salt. I put some candles on, I read a book and I'm just like, I just feel rejuvenated. Also journaling, meditating, setting aside time for yourself lately. And I think this is another reason I've been feeling off lately. I've been so tired. It's like, I can't get enough sleep. So I've been slacking on my morning routine, but normally like I set myself up for an awesome day in the morning. Like I wake up two hours before my kids. My husband goes to work about 5.45, 6 a.m., somewhere in between there. I wake up, I fix him breakfast, I get a, get his food ready for the day because I, you know, I meal prep for him, send him off. And once he's gone, I have two hours before the kids get up. And uh, during that time, I meditate, I journal, I do breathing exercises, I might work on some um, some stuff for work, or I might work on things that just make me happy, even if it's like maybe just reading a book. Like, I'll just take time for myself to get myself situated for the day. I'll look at my calendar, things like that. And, and by doing that, I just feel like I'm taken care of. Like, first thing in the morning, and that's, in a way, that's a, that's a form of self-care, right? So I want you to think about what are some things that you can start incorporating. I'm not saying you have to wake up two hours before your kids, right? But what if you woke up maybe 15 minutes before your kids so that way you can journal or you can meditate for five minutes and really set the tone for the day versus being always in a rush, right? You're, you keep snoozing the alarm so you get up and everything's in a complete rush, you know, and your kids, everybody, it's all chaos. And that's how you're starting your day. So it makes sense that you're starting your day in this stressful state that you're going to like, you're more likely to continue that pattern throughout the day. So practice some self-love for yourself, right? So let me go over these five things that I shared with you on how you can start getting more self-love in your life, right? So number one is stop picking yourself apart in the mirror and making negative, harmful comments to yourself. You know, one thing I didn't, I'm going to go back and say with this is for every negative thing you say about yourself, say I'm sorry and tell yourself something nice. (laughs) That's something you could start doing today. Number two, learn to appreciate and love yourself for who you are, even if it's just simply smiling at yourself in the mirror. You know, this is how, like I said, I started years ago with self-love, you know, looking at yourself and appreciating who you are in this moment. You don't have to have the perfect body to appreciate something about yourself. I know that you have some beautiful features features about yourself. I'm sure there's things that other people have commented about you. So shed those, like bring those into light, right? And practice those, remind yourself of those. Number three is make exercise a priority and find a way to exercise that empowers you. Number four is learn forgiveness and how to overcome back setbacks with grace and stop sabotaging yourself so you can be more consistent. And then number five was practicing self, more self-care, practicing it to its fullest. What are other things you can do? So I did say that I was going to share something with you. I was going to give you a gift on something that you can use every day for self-care. And that is affirmations. If you've never heard of affirmations, they are something really simple and amazing. A lot of us um, know these things as quotes, like we'll see these as quotes, but they're a little bit different than like positive quotes. 
affirmations is a positive statement that we can use to reprogram our minds. And like I said earlier, your mind doesn't know the difference between, you know, the present and the past. All it knows is the now. So these are statements that are as is, like I am, not I'm going to be. I am in this moment. These are statements of like, this is who I am right now. And you can use that to program your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind, if you don't realize, can dictate like your your actions, your thoughts. And, and it's, once again, going back, your mindset is so important because it's your thoughts that create your emotions and your emotions create your actions, right? So this is, this is a, like a, a domino effect. So let's get to the root cause. So with these affirmations, you can do all kinds of cool things with them. I actually, I'm not going to tell you everything. You can go ahead and get it for yourself. If you go to www.momisthenewstrong.com forward slash, what was it? <laughs> Self-love. <laughs> Let me say that. I was like, oh, I had a, a moment here. So momisthenewstrong.com forward slash self-love. I'll put it in the show notes. You go there, you can sign up and you'll get to download these 10 affirmations. And I explain six different ways that you can use them. I explain a little bit more about what they are, how it works. So if you've never heard of affirmations before, but you're somebody that like loves positive quotes and things like that, like this is going to be totally up your alley. Like you're going to love this. So go ahead and go get that for yourself. But going back to today's podcast, you know, everywhere we are shown examples of what the ideal woman looks and acts like, right? Like we are all shamed for not having perfect bodies. This is how our society works. Like when it's actually even normal to have things like cellulite, spider veins, loose skin, especially after having kids. So this is where self-love is going to be so important to combat all those program, all that programming we have from society of how we're supposed to be and look. You know, we live in a photoshopped world and it's just impossible to compete with but we can all start with this small movement within ourselves, right? If we all learn to love or honor our bodies, you know, each of us can do this. And one thing I have done over the years, um, one way I have done this over the years, I'm going to give you an example. And I think a lot of you ladies can relate to this, but growing up when I was younger, I hated shorts. Like I, I know it sounds silly. I hated them. I didn't, I never wore them. And it was because I hated my legs. Like growing up, I just, I was ghostly white. I still am. <laughs> I was ghostly white. I had cellulite and I had huge purple veins going through my legs. And even when I was a size zero, I hated them. Like they still weren't good enough. And now, oh, let's see, gosh, I'm 32. This was when I was a teenager all through like my twenties or my early twenties. And now I'm 32 and I'll wear like booty shorts to the gym now and I'll even wear shorts on a daily during, during, uh, you know, daily during the summer and sure my legs are more toned than they used to be. But guess what guys, like they're still ghostly white. I still have some cellulite and now I have even more, I have, now I have spider veins for my pregnancies and even more veins and I still like am proud and I'm just like, I'm going to wear them and I'm going to do me, right? <laughs> I'm going to do me. And, you know, it's really what changed was the mindset. I went from fearing what people would think about my legs to actually like having confidence through self-love. And that's that's really where it came from. It was a self-love. Like like I said, you know, you, you can look at these people online like and, and they look amazing or, you know, in magazines or what. I don't know. People look at magazines or movies. I don't know wherever you're getting this idea, all these ideas, right? Like where we're seeing all these women, how we're supposed to look in this perfect ideal and this and that. 
especially Instagram's really bad about this. And it's like, guys, those women, they have flaws. It's just a picture does not say everything. You know, a picture can be edited. And I think more of us need to, you know, stand up and be okay and say, like, this is who I am and I'm proud of it. And like the hell with what you think. I feel good about myself. And I think if more of us women would do that, then it would give the message to other women like it's okay. Hey, like we're all we all have these flaws, but you can love yourself with those flaws like self-love. You know, it does not come from having a perfect body. It comes from accepting and loving who you are as you are now. Right. And I, I truly believe, like I said, if you are not loving yourself now, like you're not going to feel like nurturing and honoring your body to the point where you will get and do the thing or do the things that will get you to the point to have the body you desire. You know, and I think we also just also, we also need to come at this realistically too. Nobody's ever going to have the perfect body. Like it's, it's never going to happen. You know, like I said, going back to, or you're never going to be the perfect weight either, right? And we should stop like labeling ourselves about, oh, this will be like, once I get to this weight, I'm going to be happy. Guys, I was freaking 90 pounds at one time and 35 pounds more now. And I love the way I look way more now than I did back then. The scale is not what matters. It doesn't. It's a it's a poor indication of progress, by the way, too. That's like for a totally another topic, another another talk. And I hope that you take away from this episode the beautiful message that self-love isn't a reward or a prize you earn when you lose weight or have the perfect body. It's a choice you make and through the practices of self-love, you nurture a body that you will love, flaws and all. So thanks for joining me today. I'm really glad you're here and I hope that this has inspired you and motivated you to start practicing more self-love. So with that said, just a reminder, go to momisthenewstrong.com forward slash self-love so you can get those affirmations and you can start practicing and having a little bit more self-love in your day. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mama's New Strong Podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to get started, go over to momisthenewstrong.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.